Hey, special educators, are you confused with starting small groups? In today's episode, I will be sharing four types of assessments you need to do first with your students with disabilities. But before we get into it, I want to go ahead and read this week's review. It's entitled Real World Practical Tips from a Passionate Educator. It's from P31 Entrepreneur. It says, I love this podcast for real world practical tips from a passionate educator. Formal education only takes you so far. You need a mentor there in the trenches with you. Michelle Vasquez is that mentor. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much, P31 Entrepreneur. I really, really appreciate the kind words. If you'd like to be featured in a future episode, go ahead and leave me a quick review. I promise it'll only take 30 seconds. All you have to do is go ahead to Apple Podcasts, search for my show, Stepping Into Special Education, scroll all the way down until you see the words, leave a written review in purple, really small. You're going to go ahead and click on the link, hit that five stars and leave something really quick. I would really, really appreciate it. That would be amazing. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. This topic is needed because I have talked to some of you that are middle school SPED teachers asking me, Michelle, what do I do with my middle school students that are reading at the second grade level? So today I am hoping to equip you with the beginning, beginning tools of what you need to do first to form those small groups and have your students reach their IEP goals in hopes for them to become better in reading and math. As a special ed teacher myself, no one taught me how to form small groups at the beginning of my career. Yes, I attended different trainings and was taught different tools and solutions, but I was in between not knowing what to do to I have so many different resources, I didn't know where to start. I had to go through years of trial and error, learning new teaching concepts, and then throwing out that one that didn't make sense to my students. And that's when I finally created a step-by-step surefire way to know where to even begin with teaching my students in the first place. I learned I need to bring it all the way back, all the way back to the basics. I need the most basic information of where my students are actually at. That will give me a roadmap and the next steps on where to take them. 
So if you're confused with starting small groups, here are four types of assessments you need to do first with your students with disabilities. What I'm about to explain to you is purely based on my own experience being a special ed teacher in the mild moderate classroom in grades kinder through sixth grade. So this is through my experience. This is the things that I've tested, tried and tested that worked for me. All right. So for assessment number one is the San Diego Quick, also known as the SD Quick. The SD Quick assessment is perfect to determine a student's independent instructional and frustration reading levels. This assessment begins with the pre-primer level all the way to the 11th grade level. In the instructions, it says to start two grades below their current grade level, but since I'm in elementary school, I like to start at the pre-primer level. Each list has 10 words according to which level you are having the student read. What you're going to do first is have the student read each list. As they read, and when one error is made, that list is the student's independent level. If two errors are made, that's the student's instructional level. And then three or more errors would be the student's frustration level. And then at that point, you would stop the assessment. I use the results of the SD Quick to determine what grade level sight word list to use with the student. It helps me choose a reading fluency passage level and also if I'm grouping students by ability. I usually group all the students by ability level using all of the assessments I'll be explaining today. So the first assessment you need to do first is the San Diego Quick. The second type of assessment you need to do next with your students with, with disabilities to start small groups is number two, a phonics assessment. I personally use the core phonics assessment that was provided by my first school district that I worked at. It is a full phonics assessment where it assesses letter identification, the letter sounds, long and short vowels, CVC words, blending words, long vowel words, variant vowels, all the way to multisyllabic words. It tests every area. For me, if students score below a third grade level in the SD Quick, I assess their phonics and I find the specific area that they're struggling in. But if they sound like a good reader, I typically skip this assessment. But this particular assessment, the phonics assessment, I give three times a year, sometimes sooner. So I would give it at the very beginning when the, when the students first arrive. The second time I give it is right after winter break. And then the third time is towards the very end of the year. And if I need to give it sooner, it's usually to check for improvements or regression, especially if they have an IEP coming up but I'll progress monitor a specific area more often to see if the instruction that I'm doing or interventions in that area is working or not. So the second assessment you need to do is a phonics assessment. The third type of assessment you need to do next with your students with disabilities to start small groups is number three, sight words or reading fluency passages. After the SD Quick. That assessment will indicate if 
I need to give the student a sight word list or a reading passage to test their fluency. In regards to sight word lists, you can use the Dolch list, the Fry's word list, and I have also used the grade level list according to our district's reading curriculum. They have levels from kindergarten, first, second, and so on. As an RSP teacher, I like to use the same material as gen ed as much as possible. So I'm supporting what they are using in their classroom. If the students are at the third or fourth grade level in the SC Quick, I would automatically move them to a reading fluency passage. For passages, I have always used dibbles from the University of Oregon. Go Ducks! Woo woo! <laughs> Yeah, I'm from, I, after being in Hawaii, I actually moved to Oregon with my family. So I got to represent them too, right? I've used this, Dibbles, I've used this for years. And guess what, y'all? It's free. The entire thing is free. I will go ahead and link it in the show notes. With Dibbles, you can progress monitor, letter name fluency, sounds, reading fluency, comprehension. It's amazing. I've used both the paper materials and when it went digital. And I'm still shocked that you can access it all for free. Okay. I am shocked, but definitely want to, I will go ahead and put that in the show notes, but I mostly use this for its reading fluency passages. Dibbles has passages from grades first all the way to eighth. I give the student one minute to read, and I also use this to have them retell me key points from the passage. So the third assessment you need to do is either sight words or a reading fluency passage. All right, the fourth type of assessment you need to do next with your students with disabilities to start small groups is number four, math assessments. Depending on the student and grade level, you should assess the basics in math, like number recognition, reading, writing, counting numbers, and even shapes. If the students are efficient in that area, then you can assess the areas of adding and subtracting single-digit numbers, double-digit numbers, then move up to three digits, You can have it with and without regrouping, fractions, multiplication, division, and long division. So the fourth assessment you need to do is math assessments. I am working on building these assessment resources for you all. So make sure you sign up for my email list to know when these resources will be available. The link will be in the show notes. For every single one of these assessments I talked about today will help you find the baseline within every area of where each student is currently performing in reading and math. This is the data that you use to form your small groups. Which students are struggling in similar areas? That's how you would group them. And that is the best way with where to start forming your small groups. I have talked about small groupings in other episodes. It is number episode 16, 
five steps to structure your small groups for elementary special ed teachers, and also in episode 17, which is called six steps to lesson plan for your small group instruction in special education. I will link both in the show notes as well. All right. So to recap, if you're confused with starting small groups, here are four types of assessments you need to do first with your students with disabilities. Number one is the San Diego Quick. Number two is a phonics assessment. Number three is sight words or reading fluency passages. And number four are math assessments. What assessments do you use in the classroom? Please share it in the Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. I would love to hear what you guys are using. Last but not least, if you could take 30 seconds to go and leave me a quick written review, that would be amazing. It is the best way to let me know if you're enjoying the show. So go to Apple Podcasts, search for my show, Stepping Into Special Education, scroll all the way down until you see the words, leave a written review, really small and purple. Click on the link, hit that five stars and leave something real quick. All right, my friends. I'll see you in the next episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend, take care.